Tuesday championship weekend, kind of. Let's talk Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers by the championship game number, shall we? Oh, you gotta love cashing and segueing from two goats to hitting an under on the Magic Knicks Monday matinee. Say that three times fast. Goodness gracious, they win again. That was a crazy opposite of a trap game. NBA will drive you ballistic. Everyone's ripping me on my TikTok at Moneyline Monaco right now because I took a little juice on the Lakers minus five and a half live money line. I'm watching. They're up 18 at half. And here we go with the Chiefs board regular season syndrome for AD and LeBron. If we're going to bet on NBA and these guys are going to mail it in with no fans, then what are we going to do? We're going to put breakfast snack money on it, not even lunch money. If the Warriors are going to come back from 18 points at half, LeBron and AD are on the court, that is effort. That is lethargic, checked out, 14-2 and two Chiefs. Somebody challenge us. The Warriors are a shadow of who they are. Yada, yada, brutal Scotty Van Badbeat. It was disgusting. And they called two travels on LeBron yesterday? Go check out the clip and come back at me. But we cash the under in the Magic Knicks game. That cashed by double-digit points. And you just kind of look at it really briefly to Eastern Conference teams, both in the upper 20th of field goal percentage and three-point shooting, etc. And we're looking at an over 200 over on a back-to-back early morning game. These guys are night owls. Come on, cash the under, we move on. This podcast episode, we're going to talk Packers, Bucks this week more in-depthly. We're going to talk Bills, Chiefs more in-depthly. But I want to dedicate this episode solely to Tommy Tampa Brady versus Aaron Rodgers by the championship numbers. A little bit over-under so you guys can begin to digest because I said it. If there's one line to move and it's already looking like it is, you could have nabbed Bucks plus four out the gate. And it's already creeping towards plus three. And that's probably where it's going to post and sit. Box plus three. Both these games will be field goal games. And let's dive in. Packers. We all know Tommy's numbers and record in the AFC championship game. Because he's been there so many times. But let's get a little sleeves rolled up with what you're looking at with your most likely NFL MVP this year. Aaron Rodgers under the Packers, one in three and four NFC title appearances in which he has thrown six tugs and seven interceptions. Six tugs, seven interceptions, a one in three Aaron Rodgers. Let's go in a little deeper. 2010, the first time he showed out, And they got very, very fortunate because that was the Super Bowl year. Rodgers was 17-30, 56% completion percentage on 244 yards, no tugs, two picks, and a 55.4 QBR. 2014, he went against the Seahawks. He had 178 yards, a tug, two INTs, another 55 rating, and he lost. Obviously, I just mentioned the record. He lost in 2016 to the Falcons and 2019 to the Niners. Stepped up a lot more in those games, which gives you a little more comfort. Three tugs against the Falcons, two tugs 
last year against the Niners, which I very much plugged if you listen daily on last week's because that was a top two defense, the Niners in the 2019 championship game. And he was going against the number one defense, at least in terms of points against this past weekend against the Rams. And he did a gorgeous job. So all those numbers come out to 94 for 148, 63.5 completion percentage on 1,035 yards and those six tugs and seven interceptions. Now, just to give you an idea contextually of how far and away Brady is with these 13 championship games, the next guy is Montana at seven appearances, four and three. Elway was five and one, actually. Highest win percentage, eight. 33 win percentage. Bradshaw had four and two, and Staubach had four and two records in their championship record performances. Jim Kelly, four and one. Peyton Manning, four and one. Roethlisberger, three and two. Favre, two and three. And then, of course, all the way down at 250 win percentage. Two Tom, 692, by the way, that's nine and four, is Aaron Rodgers at one and three. It's a little uncomfortable considering what the Tampa Bay defense did to Drew Brees last week. Now, we're talking about, according to Football Outsiders offense and how they break down teams, Green Bay is first. Tampa Bay is third. So we can look at the past, which I just wanted to contextually show you, Rodgers hasn't had any particular outing where he carried the team on his back in those games, right? Because the worst performance was the was the championship game against the Bears in which they won. But now we're looking at a number one statistical defense. And I did want to point this out because I did check this out. This is via Action Network. So there's this thing called NFL Pro Projections that they have. It's an expected points per game breakdown. Basically, their methodology and their model projects Around a 54.8 total. Right now, it's hovering around 50.5. So if you are a betting person, the difference in their projection and the current number, reading this verbatim from their site, Action Network, the number translates to a 9.6 betting edge, which earns you an A grade from their pro projection feature in terms of buying into the over right now in hopes that the over will creep towards their model of 54. Now, again, I did tell you yesterday where they are offensively. They're middle-of-the-road defenses in terms of points per game given up. These are two top three offenses, and it's very evident. Now, I did play this game in Madden last night. Lost by one yard. I was the box. Unreal game. Guy messaged me. I shut it off. I will bring this up and throw it up as highlights. It's why I am bringing it up. It was a 36-30 game. Cashed on the over and the Packers covered. It gave me a little bit of thinking into what might happen. Brady's gotten these cold weather game breaks, but nine out of ten times they're always at home. What if there's a story where the Brady train catches a bad cold weather break and Rodgers goes on. Now, if you do look at it objectively, bird on a branch from a gambling perspective, the idea, non-emotionally, that a team to play in the stadium in which is hosting the Super Bowl is unheard of, statistically go under, it is an anomaly. It doesn't happen. If you really put it in your head, 
Rodgers MVP year. It's a progression league. What does that mean? It means a team wins a playoff game, comes back and wins two. It means a playoff team comes back like the Packers, who were in the NFC Championship game, now coming back to the same game for the second time, but now hosting this game. They know what it means. They know how hard it is to get here, and you have the Rodgers MVP to hang your hat on. If we can't look at the side of the ball that is these two guys, Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods, whatever you want to call it, Jack Nicholas, Tiger Woods, it is the creme de la creme. Let's consider none of these guys making any mistakes. And it comes down to one stop. Who stops who? The Packers D or the Bucks D stopping A-Rosh? It's the first time they're seeing each other in the playoffs. That's riveting. Absolutely riveting. Just two games for you. I want to give you some hoop trends for Tuesday, January 29th. Just two games. Shout out to Harden and Durant doing another W dirty yesterday. Getting four points against the Bucks. A lot of value there. Saw a lot of sharp money on that. People I follow on Twitter that I respect. Nets plus four was great value. Plus 140 money line. It cashed. Brutal beat out of the Suns-Grizzlies game. Grizzlies win 108-104. Absolutely revolting beat. Suns were dominating that game and they lose in a call on Chris Paul at the end that was a charge that was ridiculous Oladipo in his debut for what it's worth 32 points five boards nine assists seven turnovers the new school Rockets lose by five to the Bulls 125-120 and then of course I mentioned it earlier an absolutely brutal bad beat taking the Lakers minus five and a half live on a spread in which it was an eight and a half point game 115-113 Warriors went out right on a straight lackluster, ran out of energy Laker game. Tonight, two hoop trends for you. Nuggets hosting the Thunder. They are 9-0 against the spread. 9.44 points per game. At home off a loss in which they scored fewer than 10 fast break points. So a lot of half-court basketball. Last game, only to result in some pick-me-up old-school running gun, and they cover the spread. Going against the Thunder, Nine and a half, that's a tough call. It's a lot of points. Second trend for you, Pelicans, Jazz. Pelicans plus six and a half, Jazz favorite for their fifth straight game. Don't know what to make of the Jazz right now at nine four. Very frustrating early on, but they've seemed to settle in a little. But the Jazz are 0-9 against the spread, minus 14.06 points per game. As a favorite off a game, as a favorite where they boarded less than 20% of their own misses. These hoop trends are absurd, baby. Say that. Multiple times in a row. Hiya, Managia. And your last one, Nuggets, 11-0 on the over, plus 15.36 points per game after Jamal Murray had a plus minus of at least 10 points better than the team's margin. It's a plus 10 in the, in the margin. It's a plus 10 in the margin, 11-0, cooking. So maybe you're over-under for that. If you don't like 9.5 tonight, we give you a little 220.5 over. I don't like touching those. It's exhausting unless it's two Eastern Conference teams like the Magic and the Knicks on a Monday. But I'll take a little two-teamer, maybe, you know, a little Denver money line, little Jazz money line parlay, but I don't know. Could be some value in the Pelicans with the points here. Very much so. Could be a trap game. Booby traps all over. All right. There your championship numbers for Brady and Rodgers. Thanks for listening. Enjoy yourself. Settle into those. Let's really marinate. And let's really pounce on plus four before it goes to plus three because it seems like it's inevitable. 
I'm out.